Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and bring it to the streets. It's my honor and pleasure to have my two co-hosts back after a long hiatus this morning. Give me a shout out, Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. Uh, Both my co-hosts today were in a little bit of a a crunch, so we want to get right into the topic. Just quickly, um, Ashuk is married, expecting a child, and he's happy about that, I'm sure. Michael, as we know, is married, and last time you know he has a child, but now he's got two children. So, And so we're excited about those things. And eventually, as we get on with the podcast over the next few weeks, we'll get into how it is now to be a father of two children and how it is to be an expectant father and, and things of that nature. But I, I, it's been a while, even since I myself have touched base with Pastor Michael and my dear friend Ashuk, And we wanted to come up with a topic that we can kind of continue. So we're not going to exhaust it here. I don't know how many shows it might take, but uh, Pastor Michael and Ashuk had just recently went to a conference uh, that I know about. But but Michael's got a topic. Pastor Mike's got a topic that I think is really interesting. So I want to let him introduce it. Ashuk, say hello to everybody for a sec before I give it over to Pastor Mike. Let everybody know you still love us and here in America and all that stuff. Hello, everybody. This is Ashok, and I still love you all, like Pastor Dom mentioned. My love for you has not decreased a bit. If anything, it has increased. (laughs) (laughs) And good to be back. Good to be back here with Pastor Dominic. Well, uh, Pastor Michael Teddy, it's always an honor to give you the floor because... It's good when you have the floor. So if you say anything that's controversy, we just got to back you up with it. But you can, you can get the brunt of the uh, of the uh, controversy. But I think this is an interesting topic. So Pastor Michael, um, introduce it first, and we'll get into the introductory part this morning and see how far we get. Yeah, glad to do that. Uh, glad to be back. It's been a while. So. Um... So getting into the topic, I think one of the things that I wanted us to talk about was when we look at the evangelical world and we see all that, all the good, and I'm, you know, intentionally putting aside all the bad, but all the good that has happened over the past 20, 30 years, 50 years, uh, we have today, as we as we Christians, as we Reformed Christians look at it, we have our heroes of the faith today. We have the John Pipers and the John MacArthur's and uh, uh, all the rest of them. We have people we look up to. And for the large part, they have all been very united. For a large part, they have all uh, come together for the gospel. No pun intended. Uh, but the as of late, there's been a lot of schism, a lot of divide, a lot of separation. 
a lot of disagreements. Uh, it's almost like uh, dad and mom are fighting all the time. So here, here, you know, here are uh, here are a lot of Christians, evangelicals who love the Lord, are faithful in their churches, who have looked up to all of these men, and, and at some place, rightfully so, because they've contributed so much, mm-hmm. um, and we uh, value them, we love them, and we learn from them, and now they're fighting with each other or dividing, and some. Uh, some advice that we not listen to some others, right? And uh, there's just a lot of that happening going to and fro. Yeah, Ashok, did you want to jump in? Here? No, I think the term is mark and avoid. Right? Yeah. yeah, go on. <laughs> what did you say, Ashok? I, I missed that. I'm sorry, Ashok. What did you say? No, Mike was mentioning how many uh, say that you shouldn't be listening to other teachers. Uh, so the term that's usually used there is mark and avoid them. Yeah, so just to line up um, uh, Pastor Michael's context here, it says here in 1 Corinthians, and you guys know the passage, it says, uh, now I mean this, that each one of you saying, I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos, I'm of uh, Cephas, and I have Christ. Has Christ been divided? And, and was Paul crucified over you? I think you see these things happening in the church that already happened. Um, yeah. and, 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 and so this is an interesting topic because it's probably controversial, like Pastor Michael said, but it's biblical. Am I, uh, does that make sense, uh, uh, Pastor Mike? It does. It does. And, um, uh, and, and it's, and it's at this stage, it's just, uh, putting a lot of pressure on, um, uh, just faithful church going Christians, uh, when, I know folks who are in churches, faithful churches, who are under pressure not to listen to certain speakers because they're being dissuaded from listening to them. And sometimes almost listening to them is almost a flag. It's like a danger sign, you know, uh, that, that goes off. And I don't think that's helpful. I, I, so I think an episode, I think it's good for us to talk about how should we view these men how should we think about them? How should we view their differences? And do we really need to mark and avoid? Because if most of the reformers came out of the grave and lived in our society today, we'd probably have to mark and avoid them then. Because oh, sure. they, yeah, they were pretty pretty polarized on, on certain things. Yeah. Ashuk, you know, even Paul says things like, Michael, like Pastor Mike said, Paul said, me and Apollos, we're, we're human. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and they were getting a following that they did not like, yeah. you know, uh, you know, and today and me first, me first, do we like that type of following? And, and Paul was very, shoot, Paul was very hesitant to be one of, so to speak, be like a a cult following, mm-hmm. so to speak, right? I mean, that was a, a danger Athens, of his. Was it at Athens that uh, they started uh, worshiping both uh, Paul and uh, Apollos? I think, and yeah, I think in the book, book of Acts. Say, but, I think it was in the book of Acts, right, Michael? Paul and Barnabas was. Oh uh, yeah, Paul and Barnabas. Yeah, and we are men of the same nature as you. That's what he says. Amen. Um, yeah, and uh, why would you worship us? He asked that. Yeah, that I see, 
and uh, the whole fanboy culture is big uh, right and uh, the fanboy culture is not just in the states uh, they have the fanboys now in india and uh, we come across so many people who just want to emulate uh, who makathar is on the pulpit that that's how they speak all the time and uh, you know there are entire uh, communities and whatsapp groups dedicated to uh, discuss uh, about uh, charismatic false teachings and all those kinds of things that's all people do debate calvinism from morning to evening uh, share quote after quote from macarthur and spurgeon and all that now n- not that many of these things are uh, you know many of these things are sometimes actually needed you have to fight false teaching and all that but entire identities of people uh, come from these big 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 shots i am of macarthur i am um of uh, john piper i am of mark dever uh, kind of a thing uh, whereas they should be actually serving their local churches taking care of them and putting all that uh, energy into doing a lot of those important things you know this is a great topic it's a, it's a top and we're not and i know pastor michael i know his heart and i know ashuk nobody's trying to say put these men on the side it's just that when does it become hero worship and here's another thing and and I know Pastor Michael Teddy. I know Ashuk. I know them. We have skin in the game together. You know, well, I rather and I'm I'd rather speak to Pastor Michael who knows me and and Ashuk who's a pastor in training, uh elder in training. I would because I know them we have skin in the game together. And it seems like if we listen to somebody as famous as they might be and as sound as theological they may be pastor michael i don't know them i don't know them like mm-hmm. i know you and ashuk is that a fair mm-hmm. point pastor michael i'm not trying to debunk anybody it's just that i you know we want to be careful um to listen to somebody who we really don't know even though their theology is good but still does that make sense pastor michael it does but i would add to that the 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 hero worship can also happen within a local church um okay. where you could have someone who is a really gifted pastor who's really gifted at what he does that i i keep telling my congregation that if they believe everything that the bible has to say simply because they've heard it from me then they are second hand theologians because they haven't gone to scripture like the berians discovered it for themselves and 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 seen the light of it instead they've listened to a man and sure the spirit of god has worked through that to empower them but at some level if you're not open and clear to understand even not reasonable to the fact that i'm merely a human and i could teach as doctrine something that is not biblical and i can hold to something that may not be what is appropriate in scripture um it 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 is it is the responsibility of the christian to be able to discern that whether it's in the local church with their own pastors and all the more with people who are far away uh and we tend to put on pedestals because they're famous and and they're really gifted and they do what they do so i think that that has to be very clearly understood so ashuk okay that's it that's it's a great point but 
Ashuk, I'll have Ashuk answer this and then Michael, because I want to address that question. Will there come a time though? Let's say you let's say your congregation is studying, is doing the things they should do. Ashuk, this is to you, and then I want to from Ashuk back to my uh, Michael. Okay. So if they are studying and they are studying to show themselves approved, like like Pastor Michael wants them to do, is there anything wrong after that to say, I trust Pastor Michael, I trust future elder Ashuk, because what I'm studying is lining up what they're saying, and and they're they're actually making me read the Bible more. So there can come a time where men, elders in the church, not looked up to, but can be trusted. Is that a fair point? Both I want both of you to answer that. Is that a fair point, Ashuk? Yeah, so uh, I would say yes. And also because in Second Peter 3.16, we see Paul being endorsed by Peter in the same way. Uh, saying that everything that he writes, even though it's hard to understand, listen to him because treat it as scripture. Because it is scripture. Uh, and uh, but, but still, the point where he actually would endorse another teacher uh, as the head of the church at that point. So it's just biblical in that sense. So it's very natural. So uh, one of uh, my dear friends, he is a ruling elder at I think, Free Church of Scotland. Uh, it's a reformed church where Sinclair Ferguson used to be one of the elders. And he was saying how every elder, including Sinclair Ferguson, has the same saying the things. None of their votes count more. But when Sinclair Ferguson would speak, they tend to listen more. And the reason being experience and having done this multiple times, uh, the the track record he, that he has left. But it's just natural that you mm. would listen to somebody who is more trained and experienced in faith. And Paul himself seems to be taking up that mantle on him and be as an apostle, being the person calling himself like a father figure to uh, Timothy, advising the churches and uh, uh, in a sense, spiritually pu putting himself a step above while still recognizing that he is a servant of Christ Jesus and nothing else. That's perfectly fine, I see, uh, as far as the scri uh, scripture concerning it seems pretty clear. That yeah, I would, I, would, I would also say that, um, so if you listen to a preacher, and he is consistent with scripture and you recognize that and he does that for a long enough period of time that you develop a trust uh, in him. Uh, it is equally true that by that time, you have also become, because of the faithfulness of a preacher, that you have become acutely aware of scripture, that you have been acutely toned to scripture so that when the preacher or if the preacher ever misaligns himself with scripture, then um, your spiritual spidey sense tingles. You you immediately know that something's happening. That's not that's not so accurate. That's not so true. That uh, people pick up on it, and it's very interesting. So I uh, when it was it was amazing for us as church when we did expository preaching, and then when we went to the children, the younger ones, and asked them to explain the gospel, they gave a far greater and clearer answer then so many others are able to do so because they've been picking up on it. Now, if I were to preach uh, a sloppy gospel, if I were to preach a gospel that's contrary <laughs> or edgy to scripture, uh, the kids are going to pick up on it. 
Amen. Right? The kids in our church are going to say, no, that's not what you've been teaching us. That's yeah. not what scripture teaches. So I think that happens a lot as well. So my point is that as Christians, we must be able to recognize that mark and avoid is not the way to go about it. But rather, we need to understand that everybody has their personalities and so some preachers will come across much stronger than others on different topics. Uh, you will find a lot of differences in their ministry, a lot of differences in their emphasis. Um, you will find differences in doctrine and all of those things. But as long as the evangelical foundations are clear, um, they believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. They preach a faithful gospel. Uh, they believe in the primary doctrines of scripture. Um then we have to be able to receive them as brothers and discern between that which is good and healthy and that which is unhelpful and probably something we shouldn't consider. Um, so I get a lot of, uh, like people's eyebrows go up if I ever mention certain names. So if I ever say Doug Wilson, immediately people will ask me, well, why would you want to listen to him? And I know why they're saying that. And I know the controversies that surround it. But I'm just saying that if I say I read and listen to, uh, you know, I, I read uh, Martin Luther, right? People are not going to ask me, why would you want to read him? Because he was pretty messed up on many things. What about anti-Semitism and all the other stuff that Martin mm -hmm. Luther had? And I would say, well, sure. Uh, he was pretty wrong on many things, but he was also pretty right on so many things. And we pick that which is good and we reject that which is bad. You know, D.A. Carson said something. <laughs> Here I am quoting D.A. Carson, right? But D.A. Carson says, if we know 10% of this, when we get to heaven, we'll know a lot, right? We'll think we know a lot. But, but you know, Ashuk Michael makes a great point. And I think, uh, uh, again, we got probably about uh, 12 minutes, but Michael makes a great point because all of us, Ashuk, are sanctified mm -hmm. in spots, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we may be able to listen to somebody and get glean something from that brother, um, mm -hmm. but we may not agree with his whole um, theological yeah. ball of wax, yeah. so to speak. And, and mm -hmm. so... I think we have to be careful, maybe not to mm. throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yes. But, you know, I mean, I don't I don't think any uh, three of us, any one of us may be not dispensationalist or something like that. And that's tertiary stuff or secondary, however you want to do it. But that mm -hmm. doesn't mean we can't glean from people that we don't, you know, may agree with, say, on end times or uh, gifts of the spirit or things of that nature. Uh, yeah. So does that make sense, Ashuk? It makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, I think the hot topic right now is, I think, Christian nationalism. <laughs> yeah, oh, you want it now? See, Ashuk, here he is. He's starting. <laughs> you see this? Yeah. Uh, we've lost Pastor Michael for a minute, but um, that is a huge, huge topic right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems like people are not willing to see the spectrum here. Uh, with the Christian nationalism and what are the assertions being made, what are the presuppositions being made by either of the parties. It just seems like there is name-calling on Twitter and uh, people are being judged. That's what is going on. 
like a lot of theological conversations lately i feel like the there is no fair treatment of opposing views that is ever given people don't learn their opposing views properly or well enough even made be a charismatic going and saying that uh, you cessationists do not believe in the holy spirit or a cessationist walking up to the charismatic and saying that you do not believe in the inspiration of the scripture it's assumptions it's uh, you know i i personally believe that we should spend some time really understanding the arguments of uh, people who disagree with us maybe we might end up learning a lot of things uh, <laughs> in the process yeah and these are and these are hard things i mean these are not because mm-hmm. we're so let me tell you some about italians uh, italians are really set in their ways i mean you know you can uh, my my mother would go like this you know your head is gabados it's hard headed you know and <laughs> and sometimes we can get like our shook said and michael um we got about 6 uh, or 7 minutes but you know this is kind of the topic that michael pastor michael brought up and it's a it's a challenging topic and please don't hear any of us i know these brothers we there are people that we listen to we love but i think Pastor Michael said we're all kind of sanctified in spots. We don't got everything right. Now, we want to make sure that we got the gospel right. But on some of the tertiary and secondary issues, we got to be careful. Now, obviously we hope the brothers we listen to got the gospel right. But but again, you got Christian nationalism coming into the uh aspect. You got people saying they should move to certain parts of the the world now and there's a lot of stuff that's outside the gospel pastor michael that's taking away from the gospel does that make sense it, it does a lot my my major issue has to do with the fact that we need to teach and train our people to be able to understand that when uh, a certain minister of the gospel believes in something or does something that is apparently controversial does not then mean that all the sum effect of all that he has ever done in his ministry is useless or must be avoided um and, and which is we 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 listen to some of these i mean we read some of these old men of faith and we know some of them were slave owners we know some of them um like like i was saying about luther his antisemitist uh, viewpoints and and we know that they were flawed men they got certain things really really wrong and the point being uh none of these men existed in a vacuum they existed mm. within a culture that had a specific political influence that had a specific history in the time in which they lived it and that affected the way they saw many things mm-hmm. and because they are broken human beings um uh, uh, they were not whole yeah, in in all aspects of it you could look at them and you could see those flaws and god has left those flaws in those men to teach us that no man may boast that it is in christ alone that we have hope for salvation so when we look at any of those things that are tertiary any of those things that christians are allowed to disagree on 
and we find ministers, whether they are controversial or not, speaking about things we disagree with, does not then mean we have to mark and avoid. It means that we have to always be wise, always stand with scripture to know whether we need to, uh, whether whether we take a bite of this or we not. Um, and I think that's very important. So I, I could probably give this very quick example. So we had uh, one, and I, I I won't name him, but we have we had one of the most one one famous preacher from America, whom we were we, we were interacting with, who told us specifically not to listen to or uh, follow another famous preacher, right? Um, and we came back, and we uh, we we got got back to our room after that session, wondering. No, that doesn't seem right. That's not how we should do it. And when we got back, he was asked a question about John Stott. And talking about John Stott, he said, John Stott believed in things that were really, really wrong. And he believed in things that were really, really right. And so what we need to do is we need to receive that which was good in John Stott and reject that which was bad in his ministry. And immediately our question was, why wasn't that applied uh, to the other minister he asked us to mark and avoid? <laughs> right. And so we begin to see inconsistencies in all of these things and they're just not helpful. I, I just think we need to be calm. We need to read. We need to listen and we need to be discerning. And maybe elders and pastors should help their congregations filter out between those two things. So I had a congregant send me a video of N.T. Wright uh, about something N.T. Wright was saying that he liked. And I said, that was really, really good. And 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 then I just put a message to him saying that, but you, but be careful because N.T. Wright is not always right. <laughs> you know. But that's his so, name, N.T. Wright. What do you mean? Is, no, he's not always right. That's for sure. But none of us. also not right. It would, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. You put the, the, the N-O-T, not right, right? You know, Michael's got two children now. Ashuk's got a wife, obviously, with a, a child on the way. And we usually get together because they're in India, here in Arizona. We'll get together and do three or four shows. We're not going to do that anymore because what we're going to try to do is one show a week. So we, we don't have to spend, you know, an hour and a half. Though I love my brothers, but now, you know, things get a little busy. In fact, Michael's doing, Pastor Michael's doing this podcast from his car driving uh, somewhere. So, but here's how I, before I close out, um, I'm going to ask Ashuk to have the last word today, and then I'll I'll close the session out. But, you know, we haven't seen Ashuk in a while, and uh, but... We're going to continue this topic, Ashuk, but mm -hmm. give us something to springboard off maybe for next week when we get together. Uh, I'll, and you know, you know, me, Pastor Michael and Ashuk, we don't rehearse none of this stuff. So Ashuk is playing well. What are you putting me on Front Street here? But get Ashuk, you got about a minute. <laughs> when we deal with our congregation, one of the things that we want to be doing is teach them how to think. And we are not going to be able to teach them how to think if we keep spoon feeding them exactly what they should be listening to all the time. There should be some degree of allowing them to 
make mistakes come back with questions hey pastor i don't understand this can you help me with this is this wrong is this right and reasoning with them helping the, them uh is a lot of uh, the christianity today really looks like uh, creating clones of these leaders who believe everything that the leaders believe in to the dot Uh, right to eschatology, how to do ecclesiology, all of it, dot to dot. In fact, they try to preach exactly like these leaders do. And uh, they kind of lose the essence of who they are. Don't become one of those people, especially if you are aspiring to be an elder or leader. And uh, ra- rather train yourself in godliness. Uh, be true to who you are as a person. Be critical in your thinking. And... as a pastor or as a, a preacher we should always be looking at training our people in discerning what is right and wrong uh, rather than mark and avoid them we can do better is what i'm saying uh thank you ashuk pastor michael this yeah. is pastor dominic romaldi where we take theology and bring it to the streets thank you for listening in jesus name Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org. Music